Join us as we explore timeless wisdom from around the world, seeking truths that resonate most for each individual. Welcome to Peace on Your Journey podcast. I'm John Lawyer, a former soldier turned spiritual traveler. At Kishar, we celebrate the journey of discovery together, delving into various religious, spiritual, and philosophical traditions. For a deeper dive into spirituality, join our vibrant online community at kishar.org. If you'd like to experience this production with dynamic art and video content, check out our YouTube channel at Peace on Your Journey. You can fly. You can receive what you need, even what you ask for. Magic is belief. We're going to explore that throughout the episode today. Magic isn't supernatural. It's perfectly natural. It's this magic that's the original magic. It's ancient origin of what and who we are. It's this deep universal connection, the fact that you're stardust, that you came from the stars. And this magic is way more powerful than anything supernatural because it is natural. That means it's real. As we move ahead, remember that you you aren't in nature. You are nature. And that's an important distinction. You're not just walking through nature. You're part of nature. You are part of this whole system of things. Peter Pan and the Lost Boys weren't lost. They knew exactly where they were. Magic is flying with the Lost Boys and Peter Pan. They didn't fly because of any other reason than they believed. They believed that they could fly. It's belief in yourself. And it's belief that you are the universe. That it exists within you. And that it is also part of you. So the universe is inside of you, but you are the universe. It's the same thing as that yellow sign of believe in Ted Lasso. It's okay to be Peter Pan. You actually should embrace being Peter Pan. And that's where we talk about never growing up. And if you did grow up, how do you learn to go back and find your magic? Our society celebrates youthful energy they cultivate it even. We're freely allowed to believe in magic when we're young. Uh, we're told that magical things happen and we're told stories about magic. And so there was magic and there is magic. And then suddenly society has no inclination or accepted system to maintain it, to strengthen and sustain it. And we burn it out. And that's done uh, consciously, willfully, and we willingly take part in that process. And we live in a system that's designed to remove a lot of what makes us remarkable. And do we really have to grow up or is the system simply designed to kind of beat that individuality and power out of you? But I think it's worse than that. We actually only have the illusion of growing up. So we're told, okay, stop believing in magic, grow up. You know, you're gonna go do, you know, serious things and all these things that adults do. And we're led to believe that there's this process of growing up, but we're not told that in reality, this process of growing up doesn't have a clear endpoint. There's no universal roadmap or a set of instructions for adulthood. And so suddenly a lot of us are navigating all these complexities of life and we don't have any clear direction. So we don't know what we're doing at the same time we have all these societal expectations and we're often caught between doing what society expects from us and at the same time avoiding what it forbids us to do. And this kind of leads to a sense of loss or confusion. And this transition into adulthood often comes with the loss of all this wonder that we had as children, that magic that we did experience as youth. And then we don't have any tangible benefits of having figured it out. There's no, there is no growing up. So we lose all that 
And what do we gain from it? As adults, we are seldom provided with all the answers. And much like children and teenagers, we continue to make our way through life on a day-to-day basis. So here we are, now as adults with no roadmap, and we're also at a complete loss of that inner magic inside of us. I have my own experience with the magic within, my own magic. When I joined the army, straight out of high school, I was this laid back person. I believed that life was too important to be taken seriously. I was creative and kind. Hardly ever went to school. And I knew that the army might change me. It might change all of this stuff about me that I really loved. And that was part of my core of who I was. So I actually told myself before I went to basic training that I wasn't going to let the army change me. I even said within myself and let myself know that I had to stay true to myself. Even if at times I, was, I knew I was going to have to play along uh, with the system or make compromises within myself, I was going to stay, stay true to myself. And I think I pulled that off to some extent. I never really grew up and I was able to hold on to some of that magic. And I think that it made me successful in my career in counterintelligence and asymmetric warfare. And and don't get me wrong, there was times where I did get lost along the way. And there were even times after my 12 years in combat zones in Kuwait, Iraq, and Afghanistan, uh, for all those years that I was at war, that I didn't really know who I was. But that shelter that I had created for my magic had, had kind of stayed intact, or at least partially intact. And I don't think I'd be talking to you here today if I hadn't been able to hold on to some of that magic. We're going to get into finding your magic, but before we move on, please subscribe by hitting the watermark in the lower right-hand corner. And if you think this video might help out friends or family, please share it with them. So how do you get that magic back? You cultivate belief and wonder. You embrace the mindset that this world's full of possibilities. Allow yourself to believe that there are things that are unseen and unknown, just as you, you saw things in childhood. There's so much out there. And you can engage with nature, remembering that you're a part of nature. And if you spend time in nature, in these natural settings, you get to reconnect with the earth, and there's inherent magic there. You observe the simplicity and beauty of the natural world, and you recognize all these miraculous things that are happening around you all the time. And you're going to be amazed at how alive that you feel and how where you begin to feel. You can practice mindfulness and presence. Engage in mindfulness practices to live more fully in the present moment. If you're always worried about things from the past or worried about things that may or may not happen in the future, you're never gonna be present in the moment and living for today. And that's where you can appreciate the magic in these mundane and simple things by giving your attention to simple experiences, just like being alive, being present being healthy, having this this uh, beautiful thing inside of you, this this self, and this you're part of this this natural ecosystem of things that's living and breathing. You know, we get focused on destinations all the time. We're like, oh, I got to get here, and I've got to go get there, and I've got this this thing I've got to do, and we lose sight of uh, the journey. We get so focused on getting to somewhere that we forget to enjoy the journey along the way. And that journey is everything. That's that's the idea when you hear about living in the present moment. It's about enjoying the ride along the way. And, and people miss that. And then they miss out. 
they miss out on themselves. They miss out on all these wonderful things that are happening around them. This takes us into embracing playfulness. You can incorporate play into your life. It can be done through hobbies or games. You know, take a spontaneous adventure. Let go of fear and judgment and just embrace joy and laughter and see where that takes you. And you can be curious. Think about, oh, I'm going to adopt a curious mindset. I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to go seek new experiences. And I'm going to explore new things that are going to ignite my sense of wonder. There's all this cool stuff out there. And we don't know what's going to resonate with us. What, what might work for someone else might not work for you. So go out and be curious and figure out what's magic for you. And connect with community. There's magic in community. Share your journey with like-minded individuals who seek to reclaim their own magic. And engage in group activities that celebrate creativity and spirituality. And there's a community behind this channel, and it's called Kishar. And Kishar is the Sumerian goddess of Mother Earth, or Gaia. But that word also means the line on the horizon, which goes back to that journey I was talking about. That kind of, that, that word Kishar kind of beautifully encapsulates that idea that we're on a journey, that line on the horizon. That thing that we see that we may never get to, but hey, I'm enjoying the process of, of walking along that path. You can visit kishar.org for more information. As you continue to get in touch with the magic within, practice gratitude for small wonders and joys in your life. Recognize and appreciate that there's these magical moments that are occurring every single day. Maybe the most important thing to do is to step out of the stream of unconsciousness. The stream of unconsciousness is this thing that is this pull of society that is going to pull you away from magic. It's what holds you in place. It keeps you from moving. And it's, it's that conveyor belt of life that society wants to put you on and have you not think about who you are and, and what you are. If you can't move and you're stuck, then the universe just passes you by. And I don't really believe in absolutes, and I talk about this quite a bit on this channel, but the one thing I repeat is change probably is an absolute. Change is the motion of the universe. It's that rhythm of life and of being. So don't stand still. Question the expectations that have been put on you by society and don't let them dictate what you should or shouldn't be. Give yourself permission to diverge from the conventional path in pursuit of that thing that is magic, that thing that lights you up. It, if you can see that, you know, and then touch it, you're touching magic. That's, that's a big part of you. As you're doing this, continue to seek out learning and foster your personal and spiritual growth. Always be learning. Always be moving. And view life as this continuous journey of learning and discovery. Embrace successes and failures as these opportunities for growing and achieving this deeper understanding of yourself. And this isn't about positive thinking. People think the key is the power of positive thinking, but it isn't. Positive thinking is just part of the equation to realizing magic. Positive thinking isn't believing. And I don't want you to think that I don't think positive thinking is a good thing. It's a great thing. It's something that each of us should absolutely do. But believing, not positive thinking, but actually believing something is what creates our own reality. This reality that you're in right now, that we're all in right here, it, it's being created by what you believe. And so belief is where the magic is. And I got to repeat that. Belief 
is where the magic is. Michael Jordan was magic. He didn't just win because he was the best athlete or because he trained the hardest. That was part of it. But he believed, and he believed in a way that went all the way into his core. It's something that nobody else believed, and he made everyone else around him believe. And you might ask yourself and wonder, well, why didn't he win sooner? It took him several years before he became a championship winner. And I don't know if you've ever seen The Last Dance, but I'd say go watch it on Netflix if you've never seen it. It's a great documentary on Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. It's an amazing story. It's this magical documentary. And Phil Jackson, the head coach that came in to lead this team along with Jordan, was a Zen master. I mean, and I don't mean that figuratively. I mean, like, Phil Jackson was literally a Zen master. That's, that was who he was. He was this Zen guy that taught uh, a very spiritual thing to his players and his teams. So he taught them spirituality. And he taught them about magic. And Jordan absorbed it and embraced it. He channeled it. And then he went out and lived it. And he demanded it from all those people around him. And that, that's when the whole reality shifted because of belief. So what are some examples of real natural magic? Think about the energy around you or the energy in a room. A single person walking into a room or a space can completely change the energy of that space for better or worse. That's magic. Energy is the essence of magic. It's that universal dialogue. And maybe we can't see it, but we understand it. We can uh, sense that it, it exists. We know that someone can walk in a room and change the energy of the room. Look at the placebo effect. That's magic. Science has been able to tell us some of the mechanisms that happen uh, as far as how placebo effect is carried out in the brain and the body, but they can't tell us why it starts or what powers its origins. That's magic. We know that belief that we'll get better can heal us. William James talked extensively on this in his Varieties of Religious Experience, and we have a great video on that if you click in the card in the upper right hand corner but the point is that belief can actually heal people belief can actually change how they feel then we have synchronicity this is the uh, experience of meaningful coincidences that may seem to defy pure chance and this is a form of magic it's the universe's way of guiding you and it's connecting seemingly unrelated events in a way that brings insight or affirmation into you so that you sense it and that feeds into intuition where it's this subtle thing that's also super profound where we know something and we feel it and we can kind of sense it without any type of rational explanation. Intuition can guide our decisions. It hints at truths that are unseen that navigate us through life um, kind of acting as an internal compass. So this intuition that we have, this is magic. This is universal magic. There's the healing power of being one with nature. There's great restorative effects of being out with nature where you can just walk through the forest or you can sit by the ocean and that can heal you can rejuvenate you it can bring you peace and nature is you and you are nature and so nature is magic you are magic with creative flow you experience moments of intense creativity where time seems to stand still and ideas pour out of you almost effortlessly this state of flow is a magical space where your mind is transcending ordinary limitations and it produces art. It gives you solutions to problems. It gives you innovation to create new things. And we all have had those moments where we're, we're like struck by something and suddenly we can 
take all these notes about a problem we had or a solution for something or something new that we want to create or maybe we paint uh, a painting or we create a piece of pottery or we make uh, something amazing uh, in a YouTube video. I don't know. Like it's different for every person, but we all have these states of flow that we get into where our creativity just kind of goes super fast and that's magic. Consider when this has happened to you. Like, go back and think about times where you're like, oh man, I have been hit, hit with the creative flow, and that was amazing. And just ponder on that for a minute. Music's ability to evoke these deep emotions and trigger our memories and unite people across cultures and time is a form of magic. It transcends language and logic, and it just resonates deep with our soul. And so this music, just, just, just music itself and sound is this magical thing. And there's these deep, unexplainable connections that we share with other people. We feel this love that goes well beyond physical boundaries. We, we know that there's this connection and that's this magic of human relationships. And there's a spiritual unity to it at, a, at like a soul level. And I think we have to recognize the magic in that. And transformation and renewal is magic. The ability for you as an individual to change and overcome adversity grow stronger in the face of all these challenges. It's a testament to your human spirit of magic. Dreams and visions show us how we touch magic every single night. You know, even if you're not aware of the dreams that you had, you're dreaming, you're in a dream state, you are experiencing this magical other realm and reality. And if you're searching for magic, if you're searching out how, how do I get in touch with it, it, it lies in acceptance. You have to be prepared to receive it. You have to be open to the universe. And part of being in this receiving mode is being non-attached to things, this, this idea of non-attachment. So think about what you're attached to. Actually stop right now, if you can, and write down or type out a note on your phone and say, here's what I'm attached to. I'm attached to this negative thing over here or that neutral thing over there. These attachments that you're attached to, they're walls. You're, you're not going to be as ready to receive or be open to belief if you have walls around you. And so letting go is acceptance. Forgiveness is acceptance. And this is forgiveness of both yourself and others. Practicing non-judgment is acceptance. Imagine moving through this world where you don't have judgment of yourself and other people. How free would you be? Gratitude is acceptance. It's acceptance of what you already have and a notion to love those things that you already have. There's great acceptance in discovering or embracing your higher purpose or dharma. Do you know what your higher purpose is? Being aligned with your mind, body, and soul is going to prepare yourself to be open and accepting. And all of those things lead to you having this ability to be in receive mode to what the universe is sending to you. And the universe is sending you magic. Ask the universe for it and it will send it. But you can't expect it to look exactly how you want it to look. Or maybe it will if you're this ancient and wise being. Maybe it will send you exactly what you are asking for. And that means you're experienced in the ways of magic. You know, we talk about law of attraction or manifestation or the secret. Those are about being open to the universe and ready to receive what the universe sends. But you also have to meet the universe halfway. And I don't think we talk enough about this when we talk about magic or getting what we manifested or the law of attraction. Meeting the universe halfway means you have to move with the motion and flow of the universe. 
You have to go out and get it. You know, Michael Jordan met the universe halfway. And so be that change of the universe, feel that rhythm of the universe. And if you believe, you know, that's where the magic is. Within you is, is a universe of magic. It's waiting to be rediscovered and embraced. Believe in the boundless potential of your spirit. You know, you're made of stardust, woven from the fabric of the universe itself. Let this belief be your guide, your light, and your power. As you journey through life, remember that you're not just in the universe, you are the universe. Manifesting this magic in every breath you take, every thought that you have, every step that you take. You trust in your magic. Nurture it, let it shine. And in believing, you awaken the magic that's always been inside of you. And that transforms your dreams into reality. You are magic, you know, infinitely connected to everything that is, was, or ever will be. So embrace your magic and live in that essence of your true nature. And until next time, I wish you peace on your journey.